Jay Cornegay joins us in hour number two here. And Jay Schrader just leaves us. Appreciate that. And yes, the Las Vegas Aces back at home in action. Coming up tomorrow night. Looking forward to being back on the mic for that tomorrow night. And you can listen to us down the dial on ESPN 1100, 100.9 FM as we get ready for ring night tomorrow night inside the Michelob Ultra Arena at the Mandalay Bay. The Los Angeles Sparks come to town. The team that the Aces beat last night. The Aces 2-0 in the young season. Covered one game. Did not cover last night. But yes, it is going to be a great night tomorrow night at the Michelob Ultra Arena inside the Mandalay Bay. It is ring night. And I can tell you that uh, Mark Davis has not uh, wasting any time, money, whatever. It is going to be an extravagant, elaborate ceremony tomorrow night. Not only will the, the players be getting their rings tomorrow night, mm. but uh, an elaborate uh, video presentation will be going on. You've got uh, a special halftime guest and singing the national anthem tomorrow night, the eight-time Grammy Award winner, Anita Baker. Wow. So it's going to be big time tomorrow night. What time does that start? Six o'clock. Wow. Okay. And we got the Golden Knights <laughs> at five o'clock. <laughs> so it's like. That wasn't planned. We were supposed to end this thing last night. Right. But yeah, that's a, that's awesome to, to see them get their rings. And that's going to be a special night for them, yeah. for, for all the fans as well. It's going to be great. So looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. And then we come right back with the game on Sunday as well. So you got back-to-back games uh, in the Minnesota Lynx on, on Sunday. And the Aces playing uh, very well last night. The Aces uh, defeat the Sparks. And, and uh, Jackie Young with a career high of 30 points in the 94-85 to victory. A game where the Aces trailed by 10 at halftime mm. and came out smoking, outscored the Sparks 31-14 to in the third quarter and uh, outscored them by, what, 22 in uh, the second half. So they're rolling. Becky Hammond serving her two-game uh, suspension. She will be back on the bench tomorrow night. So it will be great. And uh, a sellout crowd tomorrow night at Michelob Train. Jay, you have been to the games before, haven't you? Yes. And, yeah, so that's that's, that's great. We support the Aces. And yep. uh, hopefully we look forward to seeing you out there this year as yeah. well, too. Oh, we'll, we'll be out there for at least a few. Um, but uh, next time you see Becky, tell her I said hello. I will do. I'll see her tomorrow yeah. night. Well, yeah. You know, CSU alum. That's right. She was. Uh, I don't think I, I've ever she, said that to yeah, her. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, yeah, she went to CSU. Yeah, and um, yeah, when, of course, I went to. I got. I got to go further back to when I was there, <laughs> but but I remember. I'm trying to remember because if I ever saw her, I was going to ask her. Um, they they had a really good team, and she was leading that team, and they were in the top, you know, twenty and. They're up there, one of the better teams that CSU had in a long, long time. Um, and then the next thing you know, they had to go play Stanford, like in the first round <laughs> at Stanford. Yeah, and I was like, that. I was so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on. It's like, you know, I think Stanford was number one. Sure. And it's like, wow, that's what we draw? Can't we, can't we get like... Louisville and Denver or something, yeah, or, right, you something know, like that. Kansas yeah. City or something. I don't know. Yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, it was, they were obviously Stanford was really good, but great run by uh, Becky at, at CSU. Probably the only two Ram alums that I know are, are, are Jay and Becky. I, I can't think of any other, you know, alums that I know. So, um, yeah. You never knew Lawrence <laughs> McCutcheon? 
Not personally, no. <laughs> Number 30 in your scorecard, though. I love Lawrence McCutcheon. I know. I'm trying to think. But you had to dig I, deep. I, I, I know. I did. I was like trying to think of some famous CSU right. uh, alumni here, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying a to blank. Think, I'm trying to think like from a basketball perspective even, you know, so there had to be a, a decent football or two guy in there. Oh, yeah, Eric, Eric Friedhoff? <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Which, which sport mind. does he play? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like, all right. Oh, uh, I remember funny. when it, one of the first times I ever saw UNLV team in person was back in 87. And they they were number, I don't know, they might have been number one, but they were like maybe in top three. And they came in, and our team was so bad. It was like, <laughs> let's go watch this. This is like number three country or number three ranked uh, team in the country. Yeah. UNLV Rebels coming in. We're like, okay. And we were watching them warm up. <laughs> I wish we would have had cell phones back in those right? days. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> because it looked like like a... You look like an NBA like team, a, huh? Yeah, it was like an elementary school team <laughs> in this pro team. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. We are in... Yeah, we got slaughtered. I was going to say, how bad did you get crushed that It night? was bad. It was bad. But since then, you know, I moved out here. Uh, in uh, that year, actually, right. and um, um, you know, been a Rebel fan since. Really, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, I always root for the local team. So of course, all yeah. the local teams I'm, mm-hmm. I'm rooting for. I still root for obviously the Rams, but uh, not much to root for. Even though I saw Stevens coming back, yeah. he's coming back for his fifth year. Yeah, we thought he was going to transfer, but uh, uh, so that's a big piece of the puzzle there. Mm-hmm. There we go. Jay Cornegay uh, joins us here. All right, uh, Golden Knights. Tomorrow night, uh, game number five, uh, back at the Fortress. This series is still 3-1. And remember, and I know uh, some fans may be a little bit nervous because of all of the close games. These two teams are really evenly matched. I mean, we saw it during the regular season. Totally different type of series than Winnipeg and and Edmonton and the earlier rounds that the Knights faced. So we knew it was going to be kind of a grind-out series. And the 4-0 game has its excuses too. I mean when when you know the Ben gets you know ejected and the two game suspension for the cross check, the vicious cross check on Mark Stone, it was two nothing boom boom just like that. Next thing you know three and it's over. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people thought that the Dallas was going to like just fold. This team has a lot of pride. Their fans showed up last night and Dallas isn't done yet. And whatever happens tomorrow it's going to be a close game. I just have that yeah. feeling because every one of these games has been close, except for the four nothing game two games ago, and then the four nothing game way back when in the regular season that uh, the Dallas one. But I mean, look at it. We've we've had what four of these games between regular season, no five, you know, three, three, yeah, three in, in the, the postseason and two in the regular season that have gone overtime. Yeah, think about that. Well, we knew going five into of the, the eight this series, it was going to be tight. Yeah. I mean, they, the teams really mirrored each other and their style and, uh, you know, uh, veterans, a lot of experience on both sides of things. Um, yeah, I would expect a, a close game. I, I really feel like the Knights, and listen, I've, I've heard this before, but people said, well, you know, only so many teams have come back from 0 and 3, right? Well, now it's 3-1. Teams have come back from 3 and one, right? That's how you. That's how you look at this thing, uh, if you're on the Dallas side. But going, if they were to, I don't know, sneak out a win at T-Mobile tomorrow night, going back home and getting Ben back and yeah. giving these guys life, I swear. Last night after that first goal, I thought it was over. Yeah. I 
they were showing this. They were showing the stars players, and they all look like they just made triple bogey. You know, and you're just you're just <laughs> like what? He brings the golf term into it. <laughs> I thought they were gonna go golfing. You know, uh, at, at that point, yeah. and yeah. I I thought I I, I certainly think that if they would have gone up by two. That, that would have been the clincher, right? Because they, I mean, Dallas came out slow, really, right at the beginning. I, I thought they were I, they were there for the taking, and uh, we got that goal, but uh, we just we just kept on playing tight, and next thing you know, they got one, and that as soon as they got there, that first one, because they hadn't scored like 176 minutes or something, that, uh, you know, we gave them hope. So hopefully, uh, get that first goal tomorrow, get up to a comfortable number knights are a dollar 40 favorite in yes. this game tomorrow have you seen any early action as of yet no it's been trickling in on both sides uh, a little bit more on the knights as expected um i think the the count is ticket count is about two two to one in favor of the knights but nothing real big uh just a lot of uh, small bets rolling in mm-hmm. and uh that's that's gonna i i think that's gonna be inflated a little bit tomorrow i think we might see 45 50. Um, hmm. Not that I'm really comfortable with it, but uh, that's how I expect the, the betting to come in. Hmm. Which way are you going, Marco? Obviously, I, mean, I lean to the Knights, but I'm not going to lay that, that price with them in, in this game. And that's kind of been the opposite. I mean, the Knights, we've questioned, you know, that they've kind of been a little bit disrespected with the, the numbers. The Sharps have all, however you want to, you know, power rank or whatever, lower than their seeding has been, which is it, it, it's mind-boggling to me. <clears throat> it really they've been is. The they've been the best in the West all yeah all year. Yeah, and we you know, we said that Marco as, as they kind of advanced and were, were winning games. It felt like their power ranking was getting lower right. and lower and lower. And the Knights just kept on proving you know these power rankings you know wrong. So we'll have to see. I mean, I still feel a, a team that's up. Three to one. I know they've been very close, but it at times I think more times than we saw in Dallas' favor yesterday, last night we saw more times that the ice was tilted in the favor of the Knights more often than the Stars. Stars obviously had their moments, but I, I thought the Knights just kind of came out and and just kind of cruised around when they could really put their you know foot on their head and. And, and take care of business, but they just weren't able to do it. I didn't feel bad about, worried about last night's game until we got to like five minutes left in the third period when the Knights dominated the third period and couldn't get that goal. I said, not not feeling good about it. This is yeah. this is going to go into overtime, and and then it's going to be one of those, you know, a mistake, yep. a turnover, Puck you luck. know, whatever. You know. And it's what it is. I mean, we talked about most of the goals that Dallas has had in this series have been either off of a turnover or off a crazy bounce that's come right in front that you couldn't stop. Power play. Yeah, and <laughs> power play. Yeah. Well, Dallas two for two in the power play last night. And the Golden Knights only had one opportunity. They were 0 for 1 in the power play, but we were talking about the previous game, you know, game number three, where, you know, Dallas found themselves in the penalty box six times. Knights were one for six on the power play and firmly expected, okay, Dallas is going to, you know, try to settle down back against the wall. 
it was a, a great performance by Dallas, only committing one penalty, you know, last night. So I, I think that was it. And then again, when you get that opportunity to get in the power play, especially in the playoffs, you've got to convert. And I mean, two for two last night. So this has kind of been the situation with the Knights, you know, get themselves in trouble by, by going to the penalty box and then not cashing in, you know, on their own power plays. McNabb took both of them last yeah, night. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I don't understand why our power play or our uh, penalty kill, I should say, mm. isn't better. I mean, we all said this against Edmonton because Edmonton's got the best power play in the league. It's like, well, our 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 numbers are a little skewed because we play Edmonton a number of times and you know throughout the regular season, and then we played them in a series now. But Dallas, I know their power play actually is pretty good. All right, I, but didn't have Ben last night, and they still. What two for two? Yeah, two for two. That's that's <laughs> a little concerning for me as yeah. far as the penalty kill. And then the physicality that actually Dallas showed last night—they out hit the Knights forty-six to twenty-three. I don't know if you put much stock into that and shots on goal, but you know when you when you look at that and you go back to the game before when the Knights scored four goals, they, mm-hmm. they only had sixteen shots. They four they score four goals with sixteen shots. It's like how come they're not getting off more shots? Why are they you know? Getting out hit, more oh. physical. So I just don't think this Dallas team, again, they're a veteran team. So they're going to come in here. They're going to be ready to go tomorrow night. And they were ready to go in games one and two here. And unlucky bounce for them. Lucky bounce maybe for the Golden Knights in, in both cases. And I think we could say, you know, definitely in game two that was here, Dallas should have won that game. And they right. felt that way too. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. In yeah. the first game, Vegas dominated and almost lost mm-hmm. because it went to overtime. Right. And it was the complete opposite in the second game, but in the third game with the shots on goal, once the Knights had that lead, it was we're just dumping the yeah. puck. We're not they quit attacking, sure. you know, when it was 3 yeah. nothing, you know, and they did get the fourth goal, yeah. but they weren't on the attack. Yeah, that's, in that game. that's a good point. That's yeah. exactly what, what they, they did. Mm-hmm. They were just uh, protecting the lead. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's like a football team getting a lead, you know, and just not passing anymore. Yeah. That would be my fantasy quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> In all of these games, like if, if you're watching at the beginning and you see these quick goals, you go, oh, this is finally going to soar over the total. But then it doesn't. Yeah. They, they're playing, you know, not to, right. you know, somebody gets the yeah. lead. No mistakes. They're just sitting on it and, you know, and then you go, how did this not go over? You're still messing with those totals, huh, <laughs> <Yeah>. man? <laughs> the totals drive me crazy. Five, oh, five and a half oh, yeah. the, the worst total. Right. Uh, you're, you're sitting there. Worse for you, not for you Jay. Know, well, when you're sitting with the, with the 2-2 game, <laughs> okay, yeah, just get to overtime. Right. Yeah. But then you give up that one goal and it gets to 3-2, and then you got to sweat. That you don't have that empty netter, yeah. you know, to get it there. But uh, <laughs> this has been, and they did the same thing in the Edmonton series. Remember how quick they would score in the yep. first period? They got yeah. shut off, <laughs> and, yeah. and then it stopped. I know you're smiling because we know the public loves the bet overs. They're they're not betting the unders. You know, I I <laughs> I I know exactly what you're saying about that. But you know, I got a personal life too. <laughs> Really? <laughs> and I've been on that side of the, you know, the coin. You're like, oh, man, you're like, you get a couple of early goals. Like, right? It's like, oh, it's 2 nothing. This thing's going to be wide open. Yeah. You know, next thing you know, it's 2-2 two to two with five minutes to go. You know, and you're like, okay. <laughs> if someone doesn't score, you know, you don't, obviously, you're going to lose this bet. But, you know, you're always hoping for that empty netter. But when it's 2 nothing in the first, I don't know, 10 minutes, let's say, of the game, and you have over five and a half, 
you're looking pretty good, right? <laughs> and it, it just doesn't even come close. Yeah. Well, there was the one Edmonton uh, game where they, they both went back and forth in the first period. And I looked at the end game. It was nine and a half. <laughs> in the oh, first yeah. Game. And oh, it yeah. still went under the original the original yeah. one. Yeah. No, oh, I'm like, wow. How? How? I would, <laughs> wish you would have texted me on that one. Yeah. <laughs> nine and a half. I think, one of I don't those. think I've ever seen a nine and a half in hockey. Yeah. I think, again, I don't look a lot of in game hockey either. No, I, I, I do remember seeing that. I think one did go over, right? One of them went over. Um, well, then, what, the 6 4 game? Yeah. 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 That's, that's the one I had yeah. under nine and a half. <laughs> So, I want to know what kind of sports better you are, Jay. Oh, as far terrible. as no. as far as uh, the emotional side, all right, are you one of those guys that you know oh, I hate to lose? I'm throwing stuff at the TV or at the screen, or is it? Yeah, well, how are you emotionally with that? Uh, I'm pretty calm, really. Are you really? Oh yeah, I just I'm old now, so yeah. it's just like <laughs> I just kind of roll my eyes and like, okay, what's what, what's on Netflix? <laughs> That's it. I, I'm not one of those guys that get all emotion. I was Marco's old too, but man, he gets fired up, man, when he's losing. Uh, no, I, you know, you, you, if you probably wouldn't even know that I had a bet on the game. Yeah. You know, I'm just I'm that stage in my life. I don't think I was ever that emotional. I, you know, I got a little upset last night because I really wanted them to win last night because I rotate season ti- or oh, tickets, okay. game tickets, yeah. and that means I would have if they would have won last night, I would have had game one tickets for the final. But now I got game five. <laughs> See, what is up with you guys? Seriously. Both of you guys, and I know a lot of people, they split these packages. Why don't you just get the package yourself? I mean, you looked at what the tickets price Oh, you, you guys are high rollers over here, okay? And then you have these dilemmas, you know what I'm saying? And you can go ahead and sell the tickets with the games that you can't go and, and make some money. We, you know, we, we, we've the got day, a personal uh, the a friend days that does of that, that. The days of that are gone. The first year selling tickets was... Gravy, yes, that that was the thing. You're not getting the big money like you you were before. Well, I know we're getting big money for the for this game five, and if there's yeah. a game seven, cause I know people have, are making bank selling their their game five tickets. Just wondering are they going to sell if they're going to sell them to Dallas Stars fans. Yeah. Well, you know, being a weekend, the they, they can roll to, in yeah, here. Come up, they'll yeah. be here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. I, I saw you know change the subject. I, I just saw um, a baseball stadium. Did you guys see the renderings? Of the new ballpark, I got that email. That? I got the email today, yeah. but I didn't open it. I, oh, you know, man. before the, the show, it, it's amazing. Yeah, it really is. And now, now they say yeah. that they will most likely, you know, make some subtle changes to it, but it looks awesome. It really does. It's uh, there you go. See that? Okay, yeah. I was just trying to open yeah. it on my phone. So now. the wow. the outfield will be facing the intersection. So that's what northwest. Right. Right. Yep. And so home plate. So home plate would be in the southeast, hitting towards the northwest, towards the the uh, intersection. And um, I mean, they got all that room up there. I hope you know that little section where you go from the intersection, where it looks like a a walkway. Yes. The, yeah. I hope they put trees there. They need like a I few would, more trees because shade. I always yes. complain. It's like yeah. you're always going to need shade. Everybody migrates to the shade, and they need now. They have some in the parking lot. I see that, but that walkway would be awesome if you could put a few of those Arizona ash trees. Arizona. trees. <laughs> Listen uh, to the gardener here, you know, Cardigan Gardener. I love that. The landscape. <laughs> the perfect for the what desert. Is, is this what you majored in at CSU? Uh, That's good stuff. No, no. No, I don't even know what I majored. <laughs> I, 
Seven-year plan. <laughs> Hold on, I'm still blown away. What did you call those trees? What were they called? Arizona Ash. Arizona Ash. Hey, T. Yes, yeah. sir. Who do they play for? Who? The the Arizona Ash. Who did the Arizona Ash play for? Yeah. I don't know. I figured that's a base, it's a sports team, right? The it sounds like it, doesn't it? It does. Oh, Arizona <laughs> Ash. Minor league team. <laughs> be a good one. I hate to mispronounce that last name too. You yeah. get yourself in uh, trouble there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta get the <laughs> in there. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that is a great rendering, yeah, though, yeah, man. Well, that is a great rendering. Okay, just so to for our listeners at home, like you said, so home plate would be okay. Yes, so back there. Yeah. So right, right. Fe- the the, there, the left field fence would be basically the corner of Tropicana and Las Vegas Boulevard. Yes. Okay, that would be the left field. You can right scroll. There. I think you can scroll over and see if there's another one. Yeah, it's the only one oh, I, I, okay. I, I downloaded okay. yeah. it. The uh, it's uh, it's quite the I, I venue. How is this going to affect I, the I, sun? I, okay, you know how? Yes. You yes. Know, granted, That's the I, other thing. I think most of these games are going to be played with the roof, you know, down or closed. I, I believe. So there we go. Yeah. The uh, well, here, here, here you go. You look at that rendering right there. Yeah. Okay. If you look at the. Um, Strip side, all right. The, yeah. the the angle that we're looking at that bubble. Okay, the sun sets on the uh, west side there. Yeah. That whole west side, that's where you need those trees. Yeah. <laughs> so I can tell you this right now. This this rendering that you just showed me, uh-huh. it's bogus, and I tell tell you why. Because this is the actual field of the current Oakland Coliseum. You see how much foul room? Yes. No way in the world you're going to have the foul no, room. No. And you see where these dugouts are? So right. that's kind of phony. But what I did it, notice that. Yeah. A lot of foul you know, so it's not going to right. be like that. They're yeah. going to be like the parks nowadays where it's, yep. it's right here with like but Houston and San Francisco. this is probably accurate. So this is accurate. Double decker. And, and I think what yeah. they're showing you here, which is cool, is that this is the, the glorious TV shot that you're going to get, you know, yes. the, the skyline above left field of... Across the street, yes, you know, which will be cool. Of, the night game, that's going to look great, cool. you know, and that's basically, you know, you're seeing, you know, what what. Uh, I, I think you might only see that from the second deck or above. If you're in the lower s- section, kind of like when you when you go to San Francisco, yeah, you don't see the ocean when you have really good seats. That's true. You know, because you, you can't see above. You know, the, no. If you're in the upper deck, it's it, it's oh, pretty it, awesome. It, it, yes. But I'll use this as the Houston example. Okay, so Houston very similar. You left field like that. Mm-hmm. When you're sitting down low, you can still see because the sky. Right. I mean, these. I think you know, the casinos across the street. The you know that we're talking the about. California the California will be New New York, New York, New York, and all that stuff. So that's right. what you're going to see in left field. I think that's cool. Um, I think it would be awesome because that view outside there. Um, on the other side of this, that's facing the strip in that section. Yeah. If that's a, a concourse, that's kind of wide open. Yeah. And that you could just walk out there. Yeah. I mean, you you can get your drinks and stuff like that, and just see the strip yeah. out there. And that well, would be. Well, wouldn't you incredible. want to have a, a a lower, you know, not having like a double decker in the outfield? You'd want to have that lower so you can have more of those sight lines, right. wouldn't you think? Yeah. You know, and then also that that kind of cool thing of like, hey, they launched one on the strip, right? Yeah, you know that would yeah, be kind of yeah. cool. And how about if you're the MGM there? 
Uh, you don't need to pay for any advertising. You you <laughs> you got that full blown advertising in right field with the with, oh, with the green sign, right? There's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. The Westgate would like that, wouldn't they? Sure. Yeah. Right over Build there. a ballpark across the street. But well, we have one in Canavan Yards. <laughs> this is true. You, you do. So we got to go three thousand plus miles to go enjoy that. You know. Yeah. Um, you a fan about uh, the ballpark coming here? And the Ace coming I am. here? I am. I'm, I'm, well, I'm a baseball fan, yeah. so I love baseball. I'm. I'm hoping that they come in and invest in a competitive team or a contending team. You know, uh, if they just let it run in the ground. I'm a Rockies fan, so I go through that almost every season. And this year, I'm just, <laughs> I just kind of bailed on them. The first time in, you know, since 93, I just said, I can't even watch them anymore. Yeah. They're just not competitive, and it's no fun. And it's really sad to look in a, a stadium like that and see, you know, 10,000 fans. It's, it's, and it's, you remember, I mean, the hype was big back there for that, right? I mean, you know, getting baseball there, mm-hmm. and it was like, cool. And then, and then it was like, oh, whoa, that's going to be home run derby. And then I remember, you know, from the sports book side, 13 is going to be total. You know, the total is going to be 13, <laughs> 12 and a halfs, and all those things. Well, and, remember the first year yeah. they played at Mile High Stadium. Right. And they had, and, yeah. and that held like up to seventy thousand, right. and they still hold the record today of over four million fans for that first uh, for that first that's season. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was is it, it was incredible. I mean, I go back to the Denver Bears days, the Denver Zephyrs, mm. and you know, Tim Raines and all those guys that yeah. used to play for those old teams. Uh, mm. Our major league affiliate was were the Expos. Right. So a lot of our good players from the Bears and Zephyrs went to the Expos. But where's Warren Cromarty? Did he come? Andre uh, Dawson? Did they come Andre through there. Da- Dawson did. Yeah. 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 Uh, Love those teams. I, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really disappointing when you have a team and all they try to do is survive. Yeah. You know. You're talking about Pittsburgh. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Well, you, you, at least you had your moments, you know. '79 uh, <laughs> was the last one. Well, a little, you had a little run in the early '90s. Early '90s with the, you know, Bobby Bonilla and the Barry Bonds teams. You got sure. a little run there. Yeah, Come yeah, on, they were good. You forgot that? Yeah. Sid Bream ended. That. Sid oh, Bream did. Oh, he's lugging around. He's lugging around there. Oh man. Oh gosh. Nineteen ninety-two. Yep, that's when my uh, wife was pregnant with our first kid, and we had to go to the hospital for a tour. And it was like the, it was like the deciding game, and I was like, and every room had the game. I, I was recording it, and my wife finally got so mad at me. And she goes, "Does anybody care if you know? Don't talk about the game because my husband is recording it, and so he just so if." If you all could just not talk about the baseball game tonight, I appreciate it. This is the tour of the facility. And so I, I was so happy to make it back to our house without knowing the score. And Sid Bream comes lumbering around third. Because I, I, I can't remember. I had the Pirates for the uh, – that was for the uh, pennant, by the way. Right? Yeah. Yep. And I had the Pirates for the pennant, and I was so – Upset, Vance like and all those guys, great teams. Great Sid Bream wasn't fast. It, no, it, it, that's it, right. It, it, lumbering, it, yeah. yeah. And it's like you know, slow, but longest yard. I don't know you why. Who you're blaming here? You know, it's your fault. You do realize that, right? I mean, you couldn't have got her pregnant like a, a month later, or a few weeks later, or you know, it was an accident. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything more about that. <laughs> We cover it all here. There it is. <laughs> so, uh, um, before we let you go, because yes. I know you're a busy man here, and you can hang with us if you want. But um, we we did do some digging during this segment. Our astute producer, Nunchuck, uh-huh. back in the studio. Famous Colorado State alumni. Nice. Drum roll, please. All right? From the sports side, how could we forget Joey Porter? Hey, oh, of course. Yeah. I should have known, yeah. known that. You should have known that, right? Yeah. Right? And then to the entertainment world, are you ready for this one? John Amos. Really? John Amos. I didn't know Speaking that. of which, who did I say is here tonight and tomorrow performing in the comedy cabaret? Jimmy J.J. Walker. Oh, there you go. Good time. No, Chuck, <laughs> give me some good times. Where's the TV theme? That's right. John Amos. Wow. I had no yeah. idea. Of yeah. course, I remember Joey Porter. He yep. was a yeah. beast. That was a great team. Yeah. That team got, you know what? That team got ranked up uh, this early 90s. They got as high as fourth in the country. <laughs> Think about that. And they had one loss. They did. That would obviously never happen in today's world. But back then, nice. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually dancing to the Good Times TV theme. I love it. John Amos, he was a great dad, too, man. Hey, he's oh, yeah. a great dad. But more importantly, he was a great owner of a restaurant in Coming to America. McDowell's. Oh, McDowell's. Yeah. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not from McDonald's, are they? Right. <laughs> if Nunchuck gives us some Coming to America and some and some McDowell's, there it is. Who is, it, who is his star employee? Do you remember his star employee? Louis. The, there it is, Louis Anderson. Yeah. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and soon I'll be going to the fries. <laughs> That's where the big money comes <laughs> All right, fellas. Now, your first job every morning will be to sweep this walkway. Then... I want you to wash all the windows. Real good, too. And don't leave no streaks. Hey. 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 <laughs> what are you doing? Get there before I bust that. <laughs> John uh, Amos, baby. Uh, the yeah. pride of Colorado State. Yeah. The Rams. Well, there I it is. No you idea. That's, a, that's great. That's great info. That's it. That, that's yeah. what we get here. Yeah, that's... Uh, Assist Nunchuck. McDowell, <laughs> La Casa, what did he call it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just think, if you worked really hard for 30 years, you could have a place like this. Exactly. <laughs> that would be something. Uh, <laughs> Akeem! Oh, I love so it. Good. Uh, I just... Uh, I just wish I uh, you know, had the same hair as the Soul Glow guy did. You know, that guy, uh, he had some hair. Uh, I just wish I had hair. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, unlike unlike you, see, Jay and I, we had the perms back in the day. So, you know. Oh, yeah. we, I, I had a yeah. perm way back when. Did you? There it is. There it is. Did you? Good. Nice. I got a perm. We were traveling on Europe because I didn't want to mess with it. So I was just like, if I just get a perm and be. But uh, it was not good. It was, it was not good. <laughs> Looking back, it was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, my friend. Appreciate you taking the time to join us as uh, as usual. And uh, real quick, Boston, Miami. What do you got tomorrow? Where's you the action? Where's I the think, money? I think my or uh, yeah, Miami ends it. I, yeah, it's both. I'm both tired. I'm again. tired of looking yeah. at Boston. Yeah, I think that uh, Miami ends it. Um, this this still be. I mean, they're, they're going to be jacked up. This mm-hmm. is it. They know they. This is it. You can't. 
go back there for Game 7. You will lose Game 7. This is it for them. And uh, been, you know, underrated the whole playoffs. I mean, I by me as well. I, they surprised me, but, man, I think they have what it takes. I, I know Boston's been okay on the road for the most part, but... Uh, it's all on the table for Miami tomorrow. Do you have any liability with any of the teams, either the Nuggets or the Celtics or Miami at all? No, we just uh, had that Lakers situation going on, which was making everybody a little nervous. I, I told you uh, weeks ago, you didn't have to worry about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought the like, Warriors would dispose of them, but, you know. Says the guy. That was going to be the Nuggets. Says the guy from the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I could just be I'm just about ready to Real get tortured here. You're like, it's okay, Jay. It's all right. No, forget uh, it. Uh, Lakers not winning nothing. Yeah. Well, so, so yeah that was nice. It was nice. You exhale. I, you know, it's yeah. like everybody congratulated me after it was 3-0. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Jinx. I don't. Yes, exactly. Same yeah. thing with the Knights. I don't want to hear about it. I just want them to advance because that would be real exciting. That's going to be a lot of fun. It would be exciting. But what about liability from a business standpoint? Oh, we're good. You're good? We're good. We have a little liability on the Knights, believe it or not, more so yes. than we do here in Colorado and New Jersey. Hmm. Those sharp guys. you got to watch them. <laughs> <laughs> got to watch them. Got to watch them. Those are them sharp New Jersey guys. <laughs> oh, we're live, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> What? You get okay. some some New Jersey listeners. There you go. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Tell them, to, tell them to check you <laughs> yeah. out. Then again, uh, they might be coming after you, you for know, some of those you, things you say. Enough. You never know. There it is. Well, That's thanks, it. guys. Hey, appreciate yeah. it as always. Yeah. All right, Jay Cornegay, the man here inside the Superbook at the Westgate Las Vegas.